Hi, welcome to Apocalypse, The Coming Judgment, Episode 15. Well, it's been a tremendous time going through Apocalypse, The Coming Judgment with you. I hope that it has been a joy for you who are in Christ and encouragement for all to witness to others in your family and friends and that you know of the necessity of them giving their lives to Christ before we get to these terrible last days. The, um, this episode is episode 15, and we should tie everything up with this one. This will be uh, chapters 21 and chapter 22 in Revelation. So um, feel free to give me feedback, and uh, I look forward to hearing your response and if you have any questions about anything. Let's, uh, let's first read the last two chapters in the book of Revelation. And uh, as we read these, think about how close we are to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of Eternity. So starting with chapter 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her, for, uh, her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them. And they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Then came one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the um, seven last plagues and spoke to me saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit a great, to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. Having the glory of God, its radiance like a most rare jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with twelve gates, and at the gates twelve angels, and on the gates the names of the twelve tribes of the sons of Israel were inscribed. On the east three gates, on the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and on them were the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And the one who spoke with me had a measuring rod of gold to measure the city and its gates and walls. The city lies 
four square, its length the same as its width, and he measured the city with his rod, 12,000 stadia. Its length and width and height are equal. He also measured its wall, 144 cubits, by human measurement, which is also angel's measurement. The wall was built of jasper, while the city was pure gold, like clear glass. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with every kind of jewel. The first was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, the twelfth amethyst, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls each of the gates made of a single pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives its light, and its lamp is the Lamb. By its light will the nations walk, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it, and its gates will never be shut by day. And there will be no night there. They will bring into it the glory and the honor of the nations, but nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. And continue with chapter 22, verse 1. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, brightest crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city, also on either side of the river. The tree of life with its 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month, the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. No longer shall there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and its servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads, and night will be no more. They will need no light or lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light and they will reign forever and ever. And he said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon take place. And behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. I, John, and the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said to me, You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers, the prophets, and with those who keep the words of this book. Worship God. And he said to me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Let the evildoer doer still do evil, and the filthy still be filthy, and the righteous still do right, and the holy still be holy. 
Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to the tree of life and that they may enter the city by its gates. Outside are the dogs and sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David, the bright morning star, the spirit and the... the, uh, Bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, Come, and let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who desires take the water of life without price. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to them, God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city which are described in this book. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. Well, let's discuss this and look at the uh, majesty of the description of the New Jerusalem And we can only revel in the fact that there will be a new earth. And we'll talk a little bit more about that too. Um, It talks here about a new heaven. So this is going to be entirely available to us as believers that go into this. It's interesting that the new earth is kairos or renewed in quality. Not out of nothing like the original earth. So this earth will be turned to the original creation like it was at the time of the Garden of Eden, which will be absolutely fabulous without all the contamination and the ugly things that we as people have done to this creation that God gave us. The New Jerusalem is quite amazing. We'll talk a little bit more about that in detail. The old has passed away. There's no old earth. And remember, there's no seas or or oceans. There are no separations anymore. All that's gone. So we go into a new realm, the kingdom. God will dwell with the people. God will wipe away every tear. There's no more death. There's no more sorrow. There's no more crying, only rejoicing. No more pain. All things are new. All things belong to the redeemed. And the redeemed are all of us who are in Christ, who have given our lives to Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Those who will not enter the final kingdom, and we'll go through that a little bit later in details, includes the cowardly, the unbelievers, the abominable murderers, idolaters, liars, etc. The lake of fire continues forever for those uh, who are not with the Lord of creation. And this may be a, a good time for us to kind of review a little bit We've talked about all this before, but let's look at the the overall picture again. Remember in Daniel chapter 9, verses 24 through 27, 
The comma in verse 24 separates the first coming from the second coming. That comma represents the age of the Gentiles or the age of the church, which we're currently in, but toward the end of it. The rapture is talked about in John 14, verses 1 through 3, in Christ's promise to return and take us to heaven. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, talks about the rapture and that Christ will meet us in the air. He does not come to the earth in the rapture. He comes to the earth, remember, at the end of the tribulation for judgment. So there's a great deal about this that puts everything together and makes us understand, as you probably have heard or read, there's a uh, situation called the replacement theory. And some people, some theologians believe that the Jews are no longer important to God and he's going to put them away. That is absolutely wrong. It is inaccurate. So God brings everything together through Jesus Christ in these last two chapters to understand that there's always a place for the people who truly believe in God, and that's Jewish Christians and Gentile Christians. In Isaiah 11, 6 through 10, it talks about the glory of Israel and the real peace of all living mankind and animals. In uh, Isaiah 35, 1 through 10, it talks to redemption and glory for Jews. In Ezekiel 34, 25 through 31, it talks about the restoration of Israel with peace and prominence of the Jews, only blessings. In Joel chapter 2, verse 26, it talks about the day of the Lord and the peace of blessings that will come. Matthew chapter 19, verse 28, talks about the promise of the new earthly kingdom. And of course, we read in Revelation 19 about the marriage feast. Of course, this is the fulfillment of all the prophecy. Uh, Zechariah 12, 10 talks about the Jews will mourn over missing Christ's uh, first coming. And Zechariah 13, 1, it talks about the cleansing of the Jerusalem Jews, which will occur. It talks in Romans 11, 25 through 27, the partial hardness of the Jews until the complete number of Jew Gentiles are saved. Now, we don't know when that occurs, but when that occurs, that will mark the end of the age of the Gentiles or the age of the church, and we'll go into the tribulation, at least those in my opinion, who don't know Christ will go into the tribulation, which is a horrible time as we've discussed. Uh, Daniel chapter 9, verse 27, talks about the explanation of the 70 weeks, the first and the second coming. And um, we look on into Acts 3, verses 19 through 21. It talks about the refreshing and fulfillment of God's promise. Romans 11 Verses 25 and 26 talks about the renewal of the Jews when Christ comes back. Uh, we talked about the Messianic kingdom, and I'm not going to go through all that again, but we have the thousand years of Messianic kingdom, which occurs after the tribulation and before the final uh, details of the new Jerusalem and the new heaven and the new earth. So it's said here, as we read in the scripture, that the foundations will have the names of the apostles and the lamb on them. The size is 1,400 miles, a perfect cube, which makes about 2 million 
square miles. And that should be quite enough room for everyone without any crowding. The wall is jasper, but it explains more that the, the words about the jasper means that it's a pure, clear jasper, like a perfect diamond. So everything is clear. Everything is visible. Everything is exquisite. Everything is beautiful beyond our understanding. Uh, what a sight for us to see that. The city is pure gold, as clear as glass, and the street is pure gold, like transparent glass. And look at all the foundations, and it mentions all the, the 12 different stones, and I'm not going to repeat all that except say that the, the streets are pure gold, the city is pure gold, and it talks about jasper being like a clear diamond. So it's absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. Okay, the old has passed away. No old earth, no seas or oceans. Uh, God will dwell with us. God will wipe away every tear. There's no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying, only rejoicing, no more pain. How about those of you out there who have chronic pain? What a joy, huh? All things are new, and all things belong to the redeemed. Who are the redeemed? True believers, true Christians. And then it mentions those who will not enter the final kingdom, the cowardly, unbelievable, unbelievers, abominable, murderers, idolaters, liars, sexually immoral, and sorcerers. Uh, the lake of fire continues forever, those, forever for those who are not with the Lord of creation in this new creation. It also made a reference to the fact that dogs, and that's a specific reference at that time to homosexuals. Homosexuals are specifically prohibited from entering the kingdom of heaven and eternity. That means they must give their life to Christ and turn away from the flesh. So not that that's a different sin than any other sin, but it's mentioned specifically here. Uh, the glory of the new Jerusalem. No temple because the Lord God is the temple. He's ever present. No sun or moon needed because the glory of God lightens everything. There is no night. My wife, Sharon, will be so happy to know that. I think she does not like night. She uh, enjoys uh, the daytime, as I do also, and so everything will be light all the time. There will be no darkness, no night. And it mentions here that all peoples, all ethnic groups, all nations will have believers in this eternal setting. Now, it's interesting to note that there will be all peoples and all ethnic groups represented in the lake of fire too. But every ethnic group on the, on this in this world will be represented. There will be some believers in that group. The gates are never shut. There are gates, but they're never shut. There's an angel at every gate. The glory and the honor of all believers, all nations, shall be brought into the new kingdom, and no one enters the kingdom unless they are true believers. I'll say that again. Nobody enters the kingdom unless they're true believers. Your name must be written in the Lamb's book of life. The final comments are in, in regard to chapter 22. And there's a, not a lot more here, but it talks about the water of life and the tree of life. And there will be fruit available fresh each month. Not that we have to eat, but that we can eat. Uh, nothing is accursed. And, of course, our God will be our light no more night. Jesus is specifically talking in this last part again. He says, Behold, I'm coming soon. 
Blessed is one who keeps and obeys the word of God. John fell down to worship, but the angel who was carrying through this uh, demonstration says, oh, don't worship me, only worship God. So we should preach and speak the words of the book. We should teach and speak the words of the book. Jesus said, I'm coming soon, and I will reward all those who deserve it. And we know that the only ones who deserve it, by his definition, are the ones who humble themselves and confess themselves as sinners and ask Jesus Christ to come into their heart as their Lord and Savior. Blessed are the true believers who have put their trust in Christ, outside of those who live by their own desire and rejected Christ as their Savior and Lord. Our souls as Christians will never be thirsty again. All grace is available to believers forever and ever. Uh, warnings here in the last part of this last chapter. Anyone who does the following will receive the plagues of the book. I don't think anybody particularly wants that. Anyone who adds to the Bible, uh, he will lose his part of being in heaven. So you don't want to add or take anything out of the Bible. And he who is a believer in Christ should say, Come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. I hope this um, study in Apocalypse, the coming judgment, has been a blessing to you. And again, uh, two or three things come to my mind at this time. God put this on my heart to do this. I pray that it will be a point of encouragement no matter how much difficulties we might face in the days and weeks to come. In Christ, we have nothing to fear. No matter if we live or die before he returns, we will be part of eternity with our God, with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's also important that, that you pray for those in your family and friends, those that you know at work who do not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. It's important that you pray for them and take every opportunity to share truth and reality uh, to them about the coming judgment because Jesus is coming again soon. Look at the situation in our, in our country at this time. Homosexuality is sanctioned. Immoral behavior is sanctioned. More than half the people we see now live, without, live together without being married. Uh, over half of the, the babies born are born to people who are not married. We look at the absolutely devastation of legal and illegal drugs. We look at the insatiable appetite of the nation's uh, people that, to relieve pain at any cost. We look at the general deterioration of character and integrity that crosses all professions, whether it's medicine, law, uh, any type of workers. This we, we have seen in our lifetime. We see the fact that children and particularly many young people are deceived by Satan thinking that they can do whatever they want to. They're smart enough to figure it all out and it'll be okay. We also are faced with the fact that some people believe in the ecumenical idea that all roads lead to heaven. That is absolutely a lie from hell. Only can you be saved through Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The Teachings of Islam, Buddhism, Mormonism, 
or any of the other cults that are available today only lead to error, and it makes people miss the kingdom of God. Satan loves to deceive anybody any way that he can. So if there was ever a time in our lives we need to, with love and kindness, pray and, and soundly speak to those that we love and see about the truth and reality of Jesus Christ and his return, and that this is a terrible, bad option to not accept Christ as Lord and Savior because the forever lake of fire never gets better. So I pray that you would use this, uh, share it with your family and friends. Uh, Of course, there's no charge to this podcast. I do it for the glory of the Lord and to help fellow believers and other people come to know Christ. I pray that God will bless you and use this mightily in the days to come. We hope you have enjoyed Apocalypse, The Coming Judgment. This is the last episode of Season 1. If you have any questions or comments, please email D-A-L-A-R-A-V-I-A at gmail.com. Thank you so much for all of your support sharing, following, and encouragement during the creation of this podcast.